0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 546, Nine Surprisingly Big Benefits of a Smaller Home by Emily Bergen with ptmoney.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Friday, and welcome to Optimal Living Daily, a podcast with a crazy vision of bringing hundreds of blogs to audio for free, and sometimes even books. Really quickly, if you want a free money-tracking spreadsheet with a video tutorial that I made just for you, plus some other spreadsheets to optimize your life, and be in raffles to win books from me, come by oldpodcast.com and enter your email address. They'll give you access to all of that and my free weekly newsletter. But for now, let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. Nine Surprisingly Big Benefits of a Smaller Home by Emily Guy-Burkin with ptmoney.com. It's hardly news that downsizing your home will save you money. In addition to the lowered mortgage payment and taxes, you'll also spend less on utilities and maintenance. But living in a smaller house isn't just a smart financial decision. Deciding the downsize can also improve your quality of life. Here are nine ways that living in a small house has made my life better. Number one, you have less to clean. I'm not known for my housekeeping abilities, but living in a 1,400 square foot house means my lack of a clean gene doesn't show so much. I grew up in a 2,500 square foot house and cleaning was an all-day, all-family affair. It was exhausting even just thinking about it and we didn't do it as often as my mother would have liked. Now I do my cleaning in 15-minute bursts throughout the day and cleaning the house rarely becomes an overwhelming horror that I avoid. If we had more house, that would mean more rooms to clean and more places for clutter to gather. Number two, you can improve your health. If you have less to clean, you are more likely to do the kind of dust eliminating deep cleaning that only happens in larger houses if you employ an army of maids. Less dust and pet hair and dander means cleaner air and fewer allergic reactions. In addition, a small house really encourages you to get outside more often. Why stay inside a small space on a beautiful spring day when you can go for a walk or a bike ride? Number three, you become less focused on stuff. Just as a goldfish will grow to fill the size of a bowl it lives in, a regular family's need for stuff will grow to fit the space it has to fill. Living in a large house means more rooms to furnish and decorate, but it's more than that. When you live in a small house, it's easy to browse stores without buying because you don't have room for new stuff. Small living changes how you view making new purchases. In a large house, there's always room for more, so you might as well indulge. Number four, you have more free time. Along with buying less stuff because you have no room for it, you also avoid the time cost of maintaining all that stuff, as well as the time cost of keeping your large house clean and in good repair. Living in a small house means that the needs for your home take a smaller bite out of your free time, allowing you to pursue the things in life that you are really passionate about. Number five, you have more family time. One of the selling points for big houses is that everyone gets to have his own space. And while I would never want to give up my me time, I don't think I need enormous separate room to have it. Families in very large houses don't have to spend time together because each person has a space to retreat to. When everyone is all thrown together into a small living area, that allows for more fun family time. It also allows for more squabbles, but isn't that what family is also about, learning how to handle conflicts? Number six, you optimize your space. People will often want a big house for reasons that seem perfectly logical, They need space for overnight guests or a large dining room for the annual Christmas party or a restaurant-sized kitchen for when the whole family comes for grandma's birthday dinner. But these kinds of reasons ignore how families actually use their space on a day-to-day basis. You will be much happier using all of your available space the 360 days of the year you do not have overnight guests, parties, or dinner for 12, rather than having unused space for the majority of the year. It's better to plan for regular rather than irregular use since it's easier to find creative solutions for infrequent problems. Number seven, you're more likely to know your neighbors. Big houses are often on big lots. You can easily wave at your neighbor while you're both getting in the car in the morning, but it takes a little more effort to actually spend time with them. Small houses are often set closer together. Spend an afternoon sitting on your porch and you'll have the chance to see children playing on the sidewalk, neighbors doing yard work, and a nice couple down the street walking their dog. It really is easy to be a good neighbor when you don't have to walk a quarter mile to get there. Number eight, you can more easily afford the in-demand neighborhoods. While every real estate market is different, you can generally count on small houses being more affordable than their big blue-printed neighbors. That can often translate into a more affordable home in the hot neighborhood with great schools. Number nine, you're reducing your environmental footprint. Small houses consume less energy and use less materials in the building process. But in addition to these environmental benefits, small houses are also generally built in more walkable areas, which means you don't have to jump in the car just to get a gallon of milk. And since buying a small house will often mean buying an older home, you'll be preserving the environment by not building new, which is the ultimate in recycling. The bottom line, downsizing isn't just for empty nesters or those who bought more house than they can afford. If you live in a big house, think about how downsizing to a small one can improve your life, your relationships, and your bottom line. You just listened to the post titled Nine Surprisingly Big Benefits of a Smaller Home by Emily Guy-Burkin with ptmoney.com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And I'll keep this ending nice and short for you, but one last time, you can get a bunch of free spreadsheets to optimize your life that I made just for you along with a video tutorial and being raffles to win books, all free if you're part of my weekly newsletter. Just come by oldpodcast.com to join. that I'll do it for the Friday episode. Thank you for being here and subscribing to the show. Have a great start to your weekend and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance.